one of the biggest existential questions we can ask is more or less what our purpose is. I remember that was a question that plagued Mewtwo from the Pokemon movie. Kind of a weird question asked during a kid's movie. But it's an abstract question nonetheless with a more abstract answer. On today's episode, I talk about a film about a group of heroes questioning the destiny that lies before them. I'm your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties. This this has been a pretty uh, crazy past weekend. Kate and I flew out to Palm Springs for a wedding for some of our friends. It was a lot of fun. Really hot compared to the chilly cold weather over here in the Bay Area. And this was sort of our first big trip together. So it was interesting to uh, you know see that dynamic in our relationship as we flew out for a great weekend ahead of us with a lot of great people involved as well. Uh, it also kind of reminded me that Kate had had told me that she had a big fear of flying, which absolutely did not cross my mind until we boarded the plane. I could tell that she was really nervous, not with just flying, but with pretty much the whole boarding process in general. Uh, I remember that we were the one of the first uh, few people to go on board on our flight. And, you know, you know me, I like my window seat. Don't like anyone sitting in between me and the other person adjacent to me. So I was telling Kate, Kate, just stay on the aisle. You know, don't look anyone in the eyes as everyone's coming in because everyone's going to try filing in and they're going to want that middle seat. Or one of us is going to have to move in the middle seat, namely me. So I'm really trying to, you know, reinforce with Kate, Kate, just stay on the aisle. Don't look at anyone. And, she, and then, you know, Kate, as sweet as she is, she's, you know, feeling nervous. She's like, but, you know, what if they really need to sit? I'm like, well, they could find some other seat behind us. Not not the one. But I, I want my Nintendo Switch, you know, playing space. I want like my nice elbow room. But knowing Kate and how uh, conscientious she uh, is trying to be in this moment, she's saying, you know, I think we're going to go to hell. And I know I know she's joking, but. You know, uh, the moment that one of the last few people uh, starts, you know, making their way through the plane without even hesitating, I already knew Kate was like uh, making eye contact with this lady. And she says, is it okay if I can just sit right here? Because my husband's going to sit in the front and he's really afraid of flights. And I'm looking at this lady. I'm like, you and me both, lady, go, go for it. So Kate moves in the middle and Kate's like, we're going to heaven now. So yeah, I mean, if you want to really learn about your significant other, that I I recommend just book a flight with them, travel with them, and you I swear you learn so much about their travel habits, and it's pretty hilarious. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the Eternals, Marvel's Eternals. Uh, it's been a Movie uh, that I've been anticipating just because, you know, I'm a big Chloe Zhao fan. If you heard Nomad, uh, the Nomadland review, you know I'm all about it. We got uh, a lot of uh, great actors, but we're going to touch on that review in just a bit later today in, uh, on today's episode. But let's dive into some things that I'm currently into. First up, we have Metroid Dread. Been playing a lot of this game on my work trips. And pretty much every other chance I get, whether if it's on, you know, uh, 
like a, a movie night night. Maybe I'm eating dinner during one of my work trips. It's a lot of work trips involved activities, but uh, maybe I'm on the, the toilet. You know, this this game is so addicting, but it's also so friggin' tough, y'all. I swear, I feel like I get my butt handed to me every five minutes, and yet that's kind of what's fun about it. I don't know. Maybe that's some sort of weird psychological thing that um, I might have to dive into with a therapist. But if you have a Switch, definitely check this one out. Um, I'm debating if I'm going to even do a review on this. I just feel like it's it's a it's a game that I get to enjoy. Just, you know, for me. It's a nice, you know, uh, little, little treat. But speaking of the Nintendo Switch, up next we have Mario Party Superstars. And... This was a game that I was so excited for the moment it got announced. Mario Party has always been a consistent franchise for me that, you know, you can just rely to have a ton of fun with a a big group of friends to just kill an hour or two. And the fact that you get to play on a lot of classic Mario Party boards and minigames is the perfect thing to uh, do on a flight, which is definitely what I did during Palm Springs. You know, now if only I can just find some friends to play with. Because I know, I know for sure Kate, I've tried, I've tried to get Kate to play this game with me, but she wouldn't. So, if you want to play with me, hit me up, let's, let's do it, it'll be fun. But, without further ado, let's dive into today's review. Today we're going to be talking all about Marvel's Eternals, which was released on November 5th, 2021. Directed by Chloe Zhao, this stars an ensemble cast with the likes of Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjiani, Salma Hayek, and of course, Angelina Jolie. Marvel's Eternals introduces the titular group into the MCU canon as Earth's earliest group of immortal superheroes, protecting the planet from the deviants, feral life forms that prey on humans. Vowing to never interfere with human affairs, the Eternals are called back into action after several millennia as the deviants make their return once more. So, with that being said, how does it stack in the overall MCU canon? Is it a great uh, Phase 4 film? Is it the best Marvel film that is uh, yet to come. Well, let's break it down. Though the MCU is no stranger at this point in introducing audience members to its universe's, I would say, more obscure characters, Marvel's Eternals often feels like it makes plenty of uh, missteps than considerable strides. Each member of the Eternals feels lifeless and hollow with no real depth or arc to develop each of their characters. Its overcrowded cast of new characters does little within the script to actually build each of them as fully realized people that, at this point, each Eternal can essentially be summarized in one or two character traits, and nothing more beyond that. This often feels like a missed opportunity, especially when considering that a good amount of the cast are famous actors that aren't really given much material to create memorable performances, with Angelina Jolie's role in particular being ultimately inconsequential with only really a few spare lines that gives the impression that the Eternals' big draw are the bigger names that come with it. The disconnect in both uh, Zhao's direction and the film's writing makes the core group of characters distant without any meaningful care or sympathy in the film's more dramatic moments, or within the interpersonal relationships with each member. Unlike the Guardians of the Galaxy or the Avengers, where their initial meeting is crucial and allows the audience to get an understanding and a general idea of their dynamics with one another, 
instead, we are just thrust into the relationships and expected to know everything about it. And seeing that gradually build is the void within this movie. And the Eternals are introduced as an already established group of heroes whose hardships and challenges as both an individual and as a team doesn't feel like it really has any stakes. This is also just a symptom to a larger problem in that the Eternals' main plot feels both, I would say, simplistic in design, though unimaginative and reminiscent of previous entries, while also bogged down in too much exposition that it begins to overcomplicate itself and overexplain. And while previous entries in the MCU have found strides in bringing complex villains with empathetic motivations and questionable morals, the Eternals attempts to also paint both villains and heroes in a morally gray light, though it ends up further complicating who the actual antagonist is. It brings forth interesting concepts to the wider scope of the MCU for sure, but its lack of a satisfying execution leaves plenty of potential for the future, though its present is ultimately left dull and overly serious. Zhao's eye for action set pieces, on the other hand, feels impactful and grandiose, similar to Snyder's set of uh, DC films in which the grandness and weight of its fights have this devastating blow that would, uh, you know, be expected from these godlike entities. Yet, it's because of that same token that this film often feels detached in actual character or plot development beyond the bare minimum formula of a MacGuffin-style plot that has been done so many times before in other MCU movies that it just feels like it lacks the same finesse and entertainment value that came before it. Marvel's Eternals is an overcrowded and oversaturated film in the larger MCU franchise, on the slower side of the storytelling spectrum as well, and it ultimately feels as if it's too ambitious with its scope and self-importance. It has the right ingredients of a talented cast and an excellent director, uh, but these components do not by any means signify that the end result is worth two and a half hours of your time. It might not be as good as the best uh, that the MCU has to offer, but at least it's just as good as the Inhumans TV show. And I'm going to give this movie a 3 out of 10, which you can definitely see right now in theaters. But y'all, I strongly recommend that you wait for this to just drop in a few months on Disney+. Plus. Now, I know I've been harsh about the, this film you know, throughout the episode, but trust me, I genuinely wanted to like it. But this is a movie that I would definitely re recommend just skipping. You know, if you're going to do a large comprehensive rewatch of the MCU films you know, down the road. But let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll check in on a few listener reviews and talk about some things that might be hyped or not hyped enough. Stay tuned. Welcome back to our program. Today we're talking all about Marvel's Eternals. And right now, just to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit, right now I'm recording this episode in a hotel. There's a group outside that's just kind of just moving and grooving. They're just laughing and having a ball at 11.20 p.m. So if, uh, if you hear joyous laughter in the background like right now, Think of it as actual laughter to the jokes that I'm putting, like as as, as if it's like a studio audience kind of thing. So, you know, I, I paid them to also laugh on the other side of the room. So just if you hear that, just play along with the fiction and let's 
dive right back in. Our first listener review comes from Wes, who says Eternals is an ambitious project for Marvel, introducing a super team without the buildup like Phase 1. The cast is intriguing, the characters are interesting, but I would have liked if this was a Disney Plus show where they could have developed each character appropriately and to take their time. Overall, I think it was incredible to see such high-profile actors in a new Marvel film together, and Chloe Zhao is a great director with a lot of gorgeous scenes. And because so much uh, lore of this universe had to be condensed down into this movie, quite a few aspects seemed cliche and seemed to introduce some plot holes. 6.5 out of 10. I could not agree anymore with all the points that you made in this uh, in your mini-review, Wes. Uh, I think... You know, uh, the film had great cinematography. It had really cool fight scenes that, you know, uh, would have been uh, better if it had, you know, uh, room to kind of just flourish a little more. But also, yes, I think it needed to absolutely be on Disney+. Plus. This is such a weird uh, title to introduce 10 new characters to the audience and expect us to care about any of them. I would have, you know, thought that, it should have gone the uh, Suicide Squad route and, you know, pop, pop, you know, just el- eliminate, you know, just get rid of a, a, like half the group. And then we only focus on a core group that, you know, is important to the overall canon because, yeah, it's just too crowded. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of plot holes as well. I could do like a spoiler talk you know, episode on this just because there's so many things that it just kind of retcons subtly and it kind of makes you scratch your head when you're thinking about the continuity of things. But yeah, Disney Plus should have ended up on there. It's going to end eventually end up on there for you to watch the whole movie. So like I said at the review, don't watch this movie in theaters. Watch it only in like a month or two once it lands on that streaming service. And also I just found out that Disney plus is doing like $2 memberships for new or returning members. So if you had a, a, a subscription to Disney plus and you got rid of it after the free trial or whatever, dip back in for $2 a month, I think for that first month. But I mean, that's good. That's a good deal. All right. And now onto one of my favorite freestyle segments. It's too hyped or not hyped enough. Basically, I asked on Instagram, which you can also find on my personal Instagram at Chris Chan Ang, C-H-R-I-Z-C-H-A-N-A-N-G. And basically, I just uh, asked, uh, you know, the people, all y'all, to give me different topics to talk about. And I'll tell you if that topic is hyped, meaning like if it's overrated or not hyped enough, which would be underrated. So our first topic comes from Jericho, who just wrote the word love. Now, that's kind of tough. I would say love would be not hyped enough. I think, you know, especially these days, uh, we find ourselves a little too uh, inclined to get mad at at other people and to just, you know, uh, just be real nasty on social media. And it's kind of kind of uh, appalling to watch, to say the least, if I can be quite frank. I think love is such a it, it can be hyped or cliche in itself. But I think, you know, oddly enough, it is something that we need a lot of practice in as people. So 
that is definitely where I stand on that. Next, we have Jana, who suggested Starbucks holiday drinks. Star- are we are we talking about just Christmas drinks, or uh, you know, are we talking like also like the pumpkin spice season with you know all of the fall stuff? I would say you know, I would say it's a little it's a little too hyped because I just think I I like my coffee just. I'm I'm kind of a purist of my coffee. I, I I just like it as it is. I don't like too much of the hazelnut creamer anymore, any of the sugar, you know, because it, at that point it's just maybe like twenty percent coffee, maybe forty percent, uh, you know, milk, and then the other remaining percentage as like just sugar, and it's just kind of like a sweet sweet sugary drink. So, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna get those drinks, that's up to you. Not kind of really my vibe, but when when I was at Palm Springs, I did have this really cool drink. It was called the Pink Dragon, uh, and it was made with like this uh, vegan ice cream, which I didn't even know would taste good, but it ended up tasting good. But it also was infused with like mango and uh, dragon fruit. It was tasty, uh, and you know, uh, on a hot day like that in Palm Springs, that is something that I would go to at a Starbucks. But would I go for like you know your peppermint mocha? Maybe because I'm I'm kind of nasty like that. But you know I still really think that sometimes those drinks can be a little too hyped and a little too overpriced. But you know that's not my prerogative to tell you on how to spend your money. And lastly, Katie suggested fingernails. What 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 even is that? Fingernails. What are we even doing? I would say it's maybe, let's see. Are fingernails too hyped or not hyped enough? I would say, let's say it's too hyped. I'm tired of like having to clip these bad boys, you know? It, and, and and hangnails, I hate them. They're so painful, especially as, as a kid. It's like the most painful thing that just happens naturally that your body just happens to put out in the world and I, I could do less with fingernails but it also kind of sounds like a psychopath would say the same thing too it's like yeah let's let's get rid of everyone's fingernails which is definitely not what I recommend please don't remove people's fingernails anyone why 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 would okay let's let's look on on my list because I know I, I put it on, on on Instagram tonight so let's see what else other people had to say um hmm scrolling 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 kate also suggested chicken nuggets and why did i say that weird chicken nuggets yeah okay um whatever uh that is too hyped uh just eat regular wings uh broccoli um under hyped but it also gives you over toots um kleenex why? Uh, and then finally, paperclip. Kate, c- come on. Anyways, so that was too hyped or not hyped enough. If people want to suggest on other, you know, uh, hyped or not hyped enough topics, or maybe you want me to talk more about the uh, Eternals and whatnot, because I could keep going on and on about it, feel free to hit me up. Let's chat about the, uh, today's episode. On Instagram at That's My Q Podcast or on Twitter at 
podcast. You can also email me at thatsmyqpodcast at gmail.com. And people can always send, uh, you know, different suggestions on what I should review next. What should I check out? What should be on my radar? But in order to uh, keep the show running, let's make sure y'all rate and review the episode on uh, Apple Podcasts, which also helps boost attention for the show. You know, gets more eyes and ears onto uh, That's My Cue. So let's let's grow the show. As And... Of course, you know, if you, if you can, just share the episode with a friend. But, you know, anything that y'all do helps. And I sincerely can't, I, I really can't thank you enough. It's like um, I check the stats every other hour of the day. And it's really cool when I see people like binge the show or maybe uh, message me about it. And it, it's, it's a really cool feeling to see all y'all show up for that week to week. And I will keep thanking y'all until the end of the show, whenever that is. So until the heat death of the universe, you have my thanks and gratitude. I want to thank J1K for the use of their music, Captured Soul from the School Days Beat Tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Next week, I'm going to be reviewing a sequel to a long-beloved franchise. And, of course, that's going to be Ghostbusters Afterlife. So... Be sure to check that out and send in those mini reviews as that movie is coming out tomorrow as you're listening to this. Uh, And I'm going to leave you off with a quote, a meaningful quote that is holistically original to the Eternals and not from anywhere else and is not cliche whatsoever. And the quote goes like this. Because the truth will set them free. That's it. That's that's an actual quote from the movie. (laughs) damn dude that script is good huh once again I've been your host Christian Ong and that's my cue